Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Something Something Podcast. My name is Eric Kasloff, and with me, as always, is Larry Sands. How's it going, Larry? You know, everything is going good, Eric. Everything is going good. If I can, I'm super, like yesterday, um, uh, well, actually recently, I've been working, I've had the opportunity to uh, work with Micah, the host of the LOL Lessons in Real Estate podcast. Awesome. Yes, yes. Which can... will be coming back soon, everyone. We're all just in hiatus right now because me and Larry do too many shows. <laughs> and um, the other, you know, Micah and April are, you know, a Micah runs a school. And yeah, April real estate is now a real it's a realtor. So time yeah. is non-existent right now. Yes, time is very precious, especially when you're a working professional. You know, as Malcolm McDowell said in Star Trek Generations, time is the essence in which we burn. <laughs> which is very true. <laughs> very true. Okay, so Eric, you sent me a cool let's let's kind of get into this before we get into everything else. You sent yeah, me a and cool just chat. really quick, Larry's working on stuff. I'm breaking down the script for Hillsborough Road. We're gonna have more cool. on that coming very soon. But I, I do have to because we were talking about this before before we um started uh recording about all the stuff that you're doing for Hillsborough Road and how it's not difficult, but it's tedious work, right? Oh, very tedious. I mean, going in and highlighting like every prop, um, anything someone does in a script other than walking is considered a stunt. So you've really? got a highlight. Yeah, anything other than walking, like running, is a stunt. And anything you got any, like that. Yeah, and you've got and a you've lot got of a running and killing. That. Stuff, and yeah. now the thing is, like I said in the other one, I'm colorblind. So I did the breakdown for two days, not realizing everything is the same color. There was no difference. And it was like, <laughs> oh, the only reason I knew that they were all the same color is because in the settings, all the same blocks and rolls were checked. <laughs> But we said all that to get to this. Now, me and Larry, well, I consider myself more a child of the 90s, but a kid of the 80s. And one of my favorite movies, and again, we close the show with it, folks, is Be Excellent, Each Other from Bill and Ted. But you just gave it away. And the second trailer dropped today. Um, what were your thoughts on it, Larry? You know, I like it, and it's it gives you a little bit more. I, I you know, that's the thing with coming attractions. Once you once you put out like a teaser, and they just kind of tease yeah. you. Then they put in like the the next trailers and teasers. They give you a little bit more information. Um, I thought it was cool, man. Looks like they're back in hell, so that's yeah, cool. And their daughters look awesome. They look like them. I know it's so weird. It's crazy. Samora Weaving, who is so amazing, they made her look like a teenager for these for early twenties at least for these for this movie. Yeah, yeah, and and for those who don't know, um, who is she, Eric? Um, the star of Ready or Not and a yeah. bunch of other stuff. And which actually is a podcast that we did. We reviewed Ready or Not. It's a great movie, by the way. Oh so. yeah. If, if 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 you guys are so inclined to listen to our podcast, just scroll on down through our episodes and find it. It's awesome. It's called the kind of a review. Kind of a no. Well, yeah, I guess so. It's stuff we like. <laughs> yeah. But hey, you know, Larry, to make a movie, you need to write a screenplay, and you know, you can do, you can write other stuff. You can write articles. You could write essays. You could write books. Yes, yes. And see, here's the thing. You remember the, uh, the I think they're 90s, like late 80s, early 90s, um, uh, rap band, Salt and Peppa? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they did a song. Let's talk about sex, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and today, that's what we're going to kind of talk to and get into with our, our guests for today. Um, I was actually looking through his website and very cool website. He's actually really, really smart. 
<laughs> and and he knows a thing or two about sex. So let's go ahead and bring him on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome on the show, Mr. Lawrence Lanoff. Hi, Lawrence. How How's are you? Hey, it's going great. <laughs> that was uh, that's good. I like I like um I really appreciate the uh smart part. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, you are super smart because let's face it, every guy in America, they heard the word sex and they're going, I know everything about sex. <laughs> I know, I know how to do it. I know what it looks like. And then we get on, I was looking through your, your stuff, right? Your website and uh, through your Instagram, man, like, you just don't know about it. You know how the intricacies of, of not just, and I, I, I should say not just about sex, but really I think owning who we are as individuals. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, I think that's, that's a perfect thing. So I'm going to, I, I want to go around yeah. the things that you said. So one, one thing is it's really true. I don't know what it is about our, you know, fellow brothers, but there is something about everybody thinking, I, I think part of it is because, you know, there's all that, there's a lot of very strong storyline about how a man should be. Yeah. And so part of that is we are expected that sex falls off the truck and we know exactly what to do. Right. And then, and then the problem with that is then you end up with a cup, you know, a perfectly good cup but it's completely full with the wrong kind of stuff. And right. And so then, then, you know, you have this great cup, like we have this, you know, this pleasure possibility, all this stuff, but it's filled with a lot of nonsense. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that's part of, part of what I look at my job is, is to help people empty out the nonsense so they can be more who they truly are. Ooh. That's, that's really the intention. I like that. I yeah. like that. Um, okay. Let's now. Okay. I know you have, have a book out and, but first I want to talk about, there it is. Yep. The, awesome. the future of sex. I like that. Actually, yeah. you know what? Let's go ahead and talk about that real quick. Sure. Um, uh, why did you write your book, the future of sex? Well, the, the most important thing is we're, we have entered a new reality and it's, it's fascinating because if you look at the people around you, if you, if you think about, um, especially female bodied humans, right, they, they have been dealing with things like this thing of isolation is very intense and so here we are, people are feeling lonely, they're, they're feeling afraid, there's all these things and we can't reach out and connect. I mean, we can, but I'm just saying we can't like, oh, I want to come over and be touched or, right, 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 because there's a lot of fear and programming and things in the way. And what I'm noticing, a lot of my female friends have been calling or texting or like, you know, with the, with this level of confusion about having all of this energy in their bodies, but not having a way to move it. Oh. And, and that's what is different about this time. That's what's so fascinating. So I wrote, obviously we've been writing the book for a couple of years, but it happened to drop right at a time when the world had changed. Yeah. Yeah. And so part of what I teach people to do is think about sex differently. Mm -hmm. So for example, last night I led a free training cause I like to do that. I like to just, you know, give people a taste of what is possible. Yeah. I led a free training. We ended up, it was supposed to be an hour and a half. It ended up being about three hours uh -huh. and it was, yeah. And it was really just connecting and learning because it's got to start in your body. So we are in the future and the future is how do I connect with other people while I'm being separated by physical distancing or whatever? 
And yeah. that is really what the book is about. It's just a different way of thinking about sex and energy and connection. So that's that's how the book came to be. That's really cool. And, you know, actually, um, <laughs> it, you, you said about the seminar, right? Your, your training. It's only supposed to be like for an hour and a half. But I think once people get into it, I mean, it's kind of like our podcast. We try to keep yeah. it at like 45 minutes. But when, when everybody's kind of into it and having fun, um, I think that's when I think that's when the real magic happens because you kind of lose all sense of time. Yes. Um, because you're into whatever you're you know doing and talking about, which is which is actually spectacular. Uh, now, okay, you kind of I, I I heard people listening to this. They kind of perked up and went, wait, 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 wait. He has like a free class. Everybody loves free. Yeah. And so, how often? Do you have something like that? And how can they get a hold of you if they And also what is the class exactly? Yeah. So this particular one um and the and the one I'm doing I'm actually doing one next week so I will leave you all we can put the link in the in the chat yeah. in the notes show yeah. notes. Um the the class this particular one is is called Introduction to Energy Sex. Okay. which is the underlying piece of the future of sex. How do we learn to move our energy in a time when we're isolated? So if I, so the class was just putting, you know, in this case, there were about 15 people somewhere in there and, um, and they just come and check in. I teach a little bit, but it's really about teaching people how to feel. And then once they get into the feeling, then they get into flow. And once you're in flow, that's why the class just kept going. Right. Yeah. Cause once you're, once you're in the flow, that's what you were just talking about. It's like, boom, it just yeah. clicks and yeah. everything starts feeling good. And people are like, yes, I want more. So yeah. I will be doing this. I, I, I try to do at least two of those classes a month where people can just drop in and have an experience because, uh, we need reference points. You, yeah. you don't, you know, otherwise you're in the DKDK. You don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So true. Yeah. So, so true. What about, um, you know, there is so many things that are connected to us emotionally. Yes. And, uh, the one thing about this class, I will ask, because I know people are wondering, is mm -hmm. it over Zoom? Can you do yes. it over Zoom? Really? Okay. Yeah, it's all over Zoom. So, uh, so yesterday, last evening, we had people literally all over the world in completely different time zones. Oh. That is what is so incredible. So, from Sydney, Australia, to you know, to uh, New Delhi, to um, you know, Los Angeles, New York, Europe, Belgium. I mean, it's, it's, it's global. Like this is, this is what's so miraculous about this time we're in is that we're humans. We need to connect. Yeah. Yep. And, and if I had done this, you know, if I, if I went back in time, let's say even a uh, eight months ago and I was like, Hey, I'm going to do the zoom call. There'd be two people on, right? Because, <laughs> right, it, right. because the barrier to entry and, but now everybody's, they're starting to understand the technology we can jump on. There's some, there's some sense of like, Oh, I can do this. Yeah. That's what's changed in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Right? That, that's so amazing to think, but, and it's so true. Like the, the one thing that's keeping us apart, like is really connecting us. And that's, yes. that's a beautiful and wonderful thing. Um, how many, uh, now, obviously, you you do this for men and women. Yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, what is the ratio of men to women, or is it just kind of all over the place? No, it's so so because of what you were speaking about in the beginning of the class, where you were talking about how men tend to be like, oh yeah, I know I know what sex is, and 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 so because of that, men don't tend to realize how much there is to discover. Mm. 
And so it just tends to be that there are less men on the call for that reason, because they're, you know, they just, they, again, it falls under that category. It's, it's not their fault. It's just our, like all the socialization and training around sex and what it is to be a man and machismo and polarities, all of these things get in the way. That's part of what fills the cup up and prevents us from being open. Whereas women, and this is an interesting thing, like women really get what I'm speaking about almost intuitively because there's more openness. And I think because women are generally less sexually satisfied so right so they're looking in fact i had um, a private i only take four private coaching students a year because i do a very very intense deep dive from brain and energy and body and all this stuff it's a really deep dive and one of my students early this morning she's in india and uh And she was, um, you know, very tentatively going deeper on the issue of being married, being next to somebody in this COVID time, and yet still being deeply sexually dissatisfied. Ah. And so that's why women are looking more so because you know it's just we tend to be out of sync and we don't speak about these things which is why i love to teach men about energy yeah yeah right because if if they can tap in on that level then all of this stuff like quote-unquote foreplay which is such an outmoded word but all of these things that create more juiciness in a in a woman's body they're already attuned to and therefore it just, it creates more of a sink, you know, uh, because the, because like for men, we can go like from zero to 50, a hundred. Yeah. yeah. Right. You know, just like, <laughs> and, and um, that's even shorting. It's zero to a trillion, you know, exactly. to be honest. Yeah, that's right. And for women, that process is just a, it's slower, but if you get what's happening, you can start that process way earlier. And now we have these beautiful and I mean, spectacular things where we can enter another human's mind through text. And so you can actually start the connection way earlier and start stimulating all the energy. You know, that's those are some of the things that I think are so freaking cool about this time we're in. Like, that's exciting. And again, that's all part of the future of sex. That's why that's why we wrote this book. It was like, things are changing factually and we need to update in our minds and in our models what's changing. So that's exciting stuff. What was the aha moment when you decided to write the book? Well, I think the aha moment for me was noticing that literally every woman I speak to either has shame, guilt, a feeling of being too much or a feeling of being not enough and feeling like something may or may not be wrong with her and feeling like perhaps she isn't orgasmic. And, and that has happened so much. Just, it's like, um, it's almost like a script out in the in the ethers and, and it's so predictable. And I was like, okay, so what's going on here? That tells me, you know, men generally are learning, getting their sex ed from other men or from porn. And then they're going and teaching women what they learn on porn and knowing many, 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 many porn stars and, you know, people in the industry, in the adult industry for so long, uh, most men who are uh, consumers of adult content don't realize that um, that it really is this word of like, it's it's entertainment. Yeah. And and so so we're thinking like, oh, this is real. But of course, 
you know, I know what goes on behind the scenes. Yeah. And that's, you know, we, unfortunately, we just don't get that. So then, so a guy's like, oh, well, I just put it in and, you know, she comes. Yeah. And, right. And then, and then as a result of that, that attitude then goes to the woman and it's like, oh, well, if you're not responding when I, you know, when I touch you, then something's wrong with you. And that was really the aha moment, if that makes sense. I was okay. like, okay, we have a systemic problem. And the more I can just educate men and women, everybody wins. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. You know, here, here's, here's a funny thing. And uh, sorry, mom, if you're listening, but um, like I used to look at like the Cosmopolitan magazines and read in there like what the the women would write about, you know, because they have those little like sexy little things. And and I think what what I'm like, maybe understanding what you're saying, obviously. And here's a funny thing. Actors and act, you know, when you're an actor, you have to be open, right? To be a good actor, obviously, you know, it it takes talent, but to be open emotionally, to feel and you know, to kind of kind of connect with your fellow actor, or you know, um, I think one of the things that that it's kind of like what you said, men have this preconceived notion that it's like, hey. I'm, I'm, I can go, you know, one to a trillion and I'm ready to go. But I think women are kind of like more like a fine wine, right? And oh. you got to kind of, you got to work up to it. If, if you're gonna, if you're gonna have a nice evening, you just don't want to, you, you want to eat like, you know, like some bread, some <laughs> salad, like a full course meal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. And, and I think you have to, as guys, I think you have to give that to a woman because, again, you know, um, women are, are a lot different. Of course, some women you just, you know, are diff Everybody's different. But for women, I think that's the thing is it is a touch. And just in this day and age with, like, Tinder, and you would now, obviously, you, you, you know more about that. But just from the outside looking in, it's, um, you know, you have all these things. It's like, okay, let's hook up and then I'm out of here, right? And I think women want more, but they got to kind of go with what they are dealing with, I think, which is an unfortunate thing. Um, and you, you wrote your book with a, a, a partner, right? Like a co-author? Co yep. um, what was that like? writing with her and have you known her for a while yeah well we we met in the kind of the tantric circles okay. uh quite a while ago and she had been studying but but kind of was stuck in her progress so i then took her into you know under my wing as like in 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 personal mentoring and that you know like i said i have four people a year i work with so i work very intensely she was one of them and then at some point she had really gotten traction and mastery and at that point she said we need to write a book so we can at least have a place to point women specifically, but men as well in a direction where they can start to change the beliefs and the paradigms and the ideas in their mind. So not because, because obviously I'm one human, right? I, you know, like I love, I mean, I love the depth that we can go on in one-on-one. -on -one love it. Right. Now I do all that on zoom, obviously, but I'm just saying like, it's so good because it takes time to change your mind. It just does. It's all the programming and all the beliefs and all that stuff has to be kind of like shifted. So there's room. And once there's room, it's like, oh, okay, good. But that just takes time because everybody's mind is different. Everybody's sexuality yeah. is different. Their desires are different. Yeah. 
And that is, um, that is why and how we came to write the book because she realized as she was out teaching that there are all these women and we can give them an, ex you know, share an experience, but then they're like, what else? How can I learn more? And so the book just became an obvious, it was like obvious to, to have a, a little manual. So you could go, you could read, you could study, you could think, you could take in some ideas. Yeah. And I've actually written like 10 books, but that was, this was the first oh, one. Wow. We did together. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Um, you know, I'm, is it, do you, do you, this is a weird thing. Do you teach women to say, Hey, look, boyfriend, guy, husband, here's what I want you to do. And in a weird way, because I think, okay. I mean, if, if you're being honest, I think guys want to be told kind of like, no, no, definitely do that. Right. I think, but, yeah. uh, so women, are they a little bit hesitant when they first start? Um, and is that, I mean, obviously that's a natural thing to be like, oh, I, I can't do that. Right. Um, sure. but then talk a little bit about the evolution because there may be some, some women out there going, oh, I can't do that. But I think if you like talk, talk us through a little bit of like sure. a woman's journey, you know, from, from your perspective and what you kind of help with. Well, I love that. So. So the, the challenge that I see for women, if I could boil it down to one idea, it is she is stuck in a world where it's either I'm too much or I'm not enough. Hmm. And that, that's, the, that's the world she's been living in. So on one hand... We're like, you know, she's like, oh, gosh, I'm too much. So I'm going to be small sexually. And we shouldn't talk about this anyway, because a woman who talks about sex openly must be a right. Fill in the blank yeah. of the label. Yeah. Um, and so she's stuck there. So that's like too much. Oh, well, if I'm open, then I'm this, mm. which makes me feel closed. And this, this is the thing that she's stuck in. It's like a seesaw of I'm too much. I'm not enough. I'm too wow. much, I'm not enough, right? And that's that's literally every conversation. Look, I'm I'm sitting here in a t-shirt. I, I you know, I've got like shoulders showing, you know, like I've got like I'm just I'm chilling, right? Yeah. And and if I had a button-down shirt, regardless, I could have my butt I could have my shirt open. Right. And nobody, you know, nobody's gonna care, man. Like, you know, everybody's like, oh, okay. They might be like, yeah, well, you know, I don't know if I want to see that, but <laughs> who cares, right? But, but if a woman, the difference between two buttons or one button is everything to her reputation, wow. to her, yeah. you know, what this means to her coworker. I mean, that's the level of intensity. Yeah, and that that just takes that just takes us being more empathetic in general, because what she doesn't understand is what it is like to walk around with an appendage that is constantly in a state of craving, right? right. It's just like, right. And it's, you know, like, like that's, that's going on. And yeah. so we're not understanding that, you know, these, these stakes are very different and very high, even though fundamentally it's the same thing. It's, yeah. it's about sex and energy and connection and all of that. Mm -hmm. So, so when, when I'm, I'm, I was doing a, uh, a session two days ago and this is a woman who had a lot of, um, I'll, I'll just call it brainwashing, right? It's the brain, the brainwashing is like, you're supposed to be a good girl. And good girls don't talk about their pleasure and they don't talk about sex and they don't, you know, and they just let it happen. And then they think about what's wrong with them or what did I do wrong or whatever. And, and so we have to break the programming, but part of breaking the programming, you can't just do that with a sledgehammer because <laughs> right. Your idea, your, your sense of self is invested in who you are sexually and emotionally and all of that. So it's a very gentle process of going down through the layers and down through the layers and down through the layers. So let's say a woman says, okay, well, I'm going to communicate a desire. Mm 
Okay. Let's just say some part of her, uh, she wants you, she has a, a little fetish, whatever that is, a little just, I want to feel this thing, this sensation. And so on the way to that sensation, she might kind of share a little piece and see what your reaction is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And if your reaction is like, oh, what? You know, <laughs> then that's it. It's gone. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. Right. So we so we also have to train ourselves to kind of be like, huh. And the way we do that is we have to work on ourselves and be willing to look at the things in our own desires that we may be afraid of. Right. Right. So when we can be kind, like for me, I have a foot fetish. I have a foot fetish. Full blown, full on. It's awesome. <laughs> I love it. Right. <laughs> But I'm also not going to share it with everybody. Like I'm not like I'm not I just I, I'm not going to share that desire until there's a safe space created. Yeah. But if if I start talking about, you know, like that fetish and somebody's like, oh, I don't like my feet. But that's not going to be a good fit for me because this is something that's very connected to my the movement of my own sex energy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. And and that goes both ways. So there are desires and insights that she has but those get so far pressed down and compressed and hidden that i've oftentimes asked you know well what what would you like if you could do anything what would you do oh i don't know you know and then (laughs) and then that's where'd he go right so so we're really talking about developing adult communication skills with each other yeah. about what our needs and desires are. And by the way, I've been doing this for decades and it can still be hard for me. And so that's the empathy part that we have to understand yeah. is that the programming can be so deep. And there are times when I, you know, when I feel fearful about opening up about something and yet the practice is to open up regardless of the fear you feel. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to kind of trust it. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously you're not going to go to the, <laughs> you're not going to go to a bar and sit down and go, Hey, what's up? You know, <laughs> I, I like, you know, I like to smell hair or whatever. You're just like all up in, you know, I mean, obviously you're not going to do that. I, uh, I want to say something though. Yeah, yeah. That's not totally true. I, I want oh. to tell you a little story. Okay. Oh, yes. Tell, yeah, I want to tell you a little story about that because <laughs> okay. this this is really important. Um, the reason the reason you 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 shared that thought just now is because what we are taught is we can't be ourselves, mm-hmm. right? Because if I'm myself and I I'm in a bar, let's say. So pre-COVID, I went on a little date. And my policy is to very openly be who I am. So this was uh, this would have been like November. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Went on a little date, sitting at the bar. And I'm just, because this is my policy, early... I was just like, hey, let me, you know, tell, share a little bit about me. And I have a, a, a safer sex elevator speech kind of thing mm-hmm. where just talk about desires and who I am and what I'm about. This comes from my friend Reed Mahalko. And and I've I've modified this um, elevator speech to really talk about who I am. And so we're sitting at the bar. This is, and I share this with you because this is exactly what you're talking about. So I'm, I'm like, okay, we chit chat a little bit, but I'm like, let's find out if this makes sense. My frame is to filter out, right? To save the emotional paperwork for everybody. So the more I share who I am, the more I can see if this person wants to play with where I am. Right. So, so I'm at the bar and I start going through my safer sex elevator speech, my version of it. 
And slowly I notice she is backing up. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. She's backing up and she's like, oh, oh, that's interesting. Right. And just getting further and further away <laughs> like this. Right. And, and that's cool. And the bartender is doing exactly the opposite. The bartender is leaning in and listening more intensely, just listening and listening. And <laughs> my friend, my date is going back, 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 back. Bartender's going in, 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 in. And we say, we end up, the date and I, we end up saying goodbye because it's clear it isn't a fit. It was very sweet, but it was clear it's not a fit. And the bartender, she looks at me and she says, you can come here anytime and have, <laughs> have anytime. That was amazing. I love that. Yeah. Oh my God. I love that. Yeah, but you know, actually it is, I can see because in this day and age, I mean, yeah, people want to play around, but I think you're, I think you're right. And, and I absolutely understand where you're like, you know, let's kind of, let's, let's see where we are. If we're a good fit. And let's just, and if well, not, it's like poker, you don't show all your cards right away. <laughs> right. Right. But, but do you, and, and, and I think there's a, a, a thing where, you, yeah, you've, you've got to, I think there's people instinctively feel if it's okay to start talking about this. Yes. Right? That's right. And, and obviously Obviously, man, it's oh, it's like skydiving. I've never been skydiving, but I can only imagine standing on the ledge with the wind in your face, and you're gonna go, okay, I'm about to free fall out of this thing with the parachute. Hopefully, I'll open. And but you're doing the same thing when you're being totally and utterly and completely honest about who you are, what you like, and and I think, and again. Should I don't try this at home? Because you're like a, you're like a, a professional, but you're also I think you're comfortable with yourself and you know who you are as a person that that maybe rejection isn't a rejection against you. It's just okay. I mean, I get it. Uh, you you don't like that stuff. That's that's cool. Yeah. But but and 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 I think guys and girls. You can, I, I think guys and girls can be friends, right? Absolutely. Once, oh, once yeah. there's a level of, I'm not, you're not my type, but I really like hanging out with you. But then all of a sudden, maybe you are my type. And, you know, that's when they kind of come together, which is a, a good and beautiful thing. Um, I think what I'm trying to say is you just got to feel it out and you got to be perfectly okay with yourself. In that, you know, if it's a rejection, that's great. But I still want to be friends. And right. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, let's. Let, I want to. I want to go a, just a little nuance there, right? So, yeah. so to you know, for me, I actually don't want to be friends with somebody who isn't open-minded. Mm -hmm. okay. okay. That doesn't mean we have to be attracted, right? Yeah. Or maybe that person isn't. They're like, oh, you know, this, I, I just, whatever the thing is, it doesn't matter. I mean, you just do any configuration of whatever. Right. Um, you know, let's say somebody's into, you know, being dominant and someone else is being into being submissive, but maybe you have two doms or two submissives or whatever, yeah. you know, and there are all the flavors in between. And, but if, if, if you like say, this is who I am and somebody's like, oh, well, I don't want that, right? No. Do, do you really want to be friends with somebody who that's their first reaction? You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. that's the thing. So I think we have to, as as uh, as humans, just get more comfortable with, as you said, being rejected. But it's not about me. Yeah. It's like you may maybe you know. I mean, think about all the foods in the world. Like the food isn't taking it personally if you don't want to eat it. It's exactly. just. I, yeah, yeah. Not my thing. That's fine. Of course. You know, Broccoli never said, Larry, I know you don't like me. <laughs> That's but, right. <laughs> but I'm just here, if That's just right. in case. <laughs> right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and I, th and okay. I, th I, I think I think you actually hit on something really 
fascinating, which is, are we living, you know, men, we tend to, because of how we come up and with all our desires and a full-time, you know, noise that's just like, wow, wow, right? Um, We're, we tend to feel the energy of deprivation. It just tends to be a more normal thing. Mm -hmm. And if you learn how to move your energy, then that deprivation isn't a thing. So I, I, I love sharing that because then my students, they go out into the world or they're in the world and they're just realizing the truth, which is there are almost 8 billion people on the planet. Right. You, if you went through, I forgot what it is, but I mean, if you met a person a second, it would take you 32 years to go through a billion people. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so there's plenty of people on the planet. And when you really get that, it just ends up coming down to getting more and more comfortable in yourself and sharing that more often, more and more and more often so that you can be free and then meet the people who vibe with you. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of led into one of my questions. When your students take your class, you know, about this one area, I'm guessing it affects every other area of their life, whether it be their career and so on and so forth, huh? Yeah, you've got it right. Because, because I'm going to say something a little bit woo. Um, so I apologize, but, but do understand it's like woo is like practical woo. Okay. Okay. So on a practical woo level, I look out into the world and to me, energy is energy is energy is energy where I focus my energy becomes part of the experience I create and therefore the reality I create Mm. when focusing my energy on the thing that I want to create. Now, around that, there's lots and lots and lots of stories and mythologies and trainings and all this stuff around that, that nuance because people understand or misunderstand that in unique ways. But the point is energy is energy is energy. There are close to 8 billion people on the planet. We live in a universe that's infinitely expanding infinitely. Our brains are, have very hard time grasping the vastness of the reality we live in. And so most people are (laughs) Yeah. Collecting their coke, you know, they're collecting their coconuts. They're like, my, Mm -hmm. ah, ah." and, and, and so to answer your question, if I can start to put this stuff down and realize I'm in, I'm really in an infinite universe that while we were on this call, somebody made a million dollars factually, that wasn't about hard work. That was about opportunity, taking advantage of an opportunity that presented itself. That is where this training, when you start to get the idea of what sex energy is, which is basically life force, mm-hmm. that you can focus that. And if you want more money or you want better relationships or more connection, or you want to just shift the way you're living your life, then sex energy and who you are in your core and how comfortable you are is everything. Mm. Literally everything. Whoa. Whoa. I, okay. So really when you say sex energy, it's not, it's not just about sex, but where we put it and how we, okay, this is it. And how we project it. Is that a thing? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, right. I mean, if we were to go, so back a thousand years ago, about six months ago, um, when I would, I would be coaching students in reality in 3d space, I could literally give you a new thought 
Okay. Now, what is a thought? I'm not, you know, a thought is an idea, a frame and say, okay, what if we live in an abundant, actually live in a, an abundant universe? And you really just take that in. You could do that right now. Just, just pretend like you just go like, okay, an abundant universe, i.e. in this moment, I have everything that I need. How does that change my experience now? Huh, okay. Right? Well, and you feel that. Right. Okay. And then you go moving through the world with just that one thing. I am enough. I'm full. I have everything I need. And it's like instantaneous how the world responds to that yeah, it's, you're free to do anything now to be who you really are truly truly one of my business mentors this guy is a billionaire and he said to me he was like lawrence if you come out the other side of covid and you are not being who you truly are wow you have missed an opportunity of a lifetime. Wow, that really makes you think. Wow. You know, that's part of... Okay, this... It, uh, <laughs> where do I... Where do, you, where do you start? Where do you begin? Because when you think of it like that... Wow. I mean... Wow. You just cuz a lot of times, you know, here's the thing. And I know I'm I'm trying to like figure this whole thing out while we're one while we're on the air, but it's it's so much to to unpack and unpeel, yeah, right? To get there, but it's it's I think you said it. It's like when the opportunity when you meet opportunity and it presents yourself, you can either go left or you can go right, right? If you take the opportunity and that's the road that who knows what will happen, but I think that's part of life. And I, I know we may be getting uh, away from all, all the, the energy, but I don't think, I don't think it is, right? Oh, definitely, yeah. Because it's still part of us as a person and we're just trusting right? When we decide to go down these roads. And, and Lawrence, let me ask you in all seriousness, when you pick and choose the roads we go down, is it okay? And does it turn out for the best? And, and I know that's a broad question. That's a deep question. So I, I want to make sure I'm understanding you. You're just saying like of the opportunities that come what is the frame that I have around those opportunities? And the frame you, you suggested is, is it like, does it turn out for the best? Yes. Yeah. Whatever, okay. whatever, whatever path you choose, you know, like to become a professional or to just stay comfortable. Well, right. I mean, here's the thing. It, it's, there's it's a big question right so i'm just going to keep it very yeah. um let's keep it very narrow yeah which is you're going to be faced with decisions and the outcome of your life is going to be an accumulation of these decisions that you make it just factually so you know and every time you make a decision you open a door you're you're closing every other opportunity so you have to make a decision. I do not, I'm just sharing with you. I, I do not live in a world where there is one perfect path. Yeah. I mm. used to live in that world and I found it very stressful because literally every decision was like, is this good? Is this good? Is it? And so I was so unhappy living yeah. in that world. I realized what's much more moving me in my energetic flow, which is what I'm sharing with you, is like trusting that whatever the outcome of the choice I make, I trust myself to make the best of that outcome. Mm. 
yeah. 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 And since we yeah. are all here on this, you know, on this podcast, yeah. I know that you all have made good choices in general because you're alive and you're here and we're talking. <laughs> wow. Okay. So you've done a great job. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. You know, a lot of times because as creatives and obviously I don't care if you write a book. I don't care if you write a, a screenplay. I don't care if you're a filmmaker or a musician. We all have choices that we have to make, especially when we're working actors, filmmakers, and we have like two or three yeah. other jobs. But a lot of times as filmmakers, as creatives, there comes these opportunities that, that seem like they're once in a lifetime, whether it's you get to write a book, you get to write a screenplay. You get to go work on a movie. You get to go do this. And and I think that's where a lot of energy goes. I know for me, because obviously being freelance and doing video and, and everything, it's it, it becomes a mess sometimes, not going to lie. But I think, and I want to try to use what you're talking, um, but you just have to relax you have to make your choices and you have to trust that you've made the right choice for the path that you see yourself going down because you know every every filmmaker they want to make movies but then they have to you know do other jobs and things but when an opportunity comes they they go okay i am going to do this i'm going to follow through and so i guess that whole thing is our 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 creative types one of a good subject to be a part of what you do i think absolutely i mean you know because creativity is energy yeah. at its core i mean that is the essence of it yeah and um you know, now I would have one modifier for what you said. I love what you said. And I would just be very careful mm -hmm. with the word, the right path. If you, you could say everything that you said and just snip that, right? Because it is getting comfortable with the path you choose. Yeah. You know, it is it the right path? That gets so pressure filled so quickly yeah yeah and so if we can drop that right wrong piece that can put us back in the flow because when we're asking the wrong question it's impossible to arrive at the right answer and when i'm asking you know in general if i'm like oh is this good for me or is this bad for me what that does think about it i have a flow i then block the flow to make a decision and then hope that that flow gets on board. And it really is like, I am flowing. And if I follow that flow and I trust that flow and kind of think of it as gently shaping the direction of your path, I think of a, a flight from Los Angeles to Hawaii, you're going to be off course 90, at least 92% of the time, right? You're just, you, there's no way because that's not reality. Cause there's air, there's traffic, there's weather, there's all these, right. So you're just, you, you're going where you go in that flow, but you're, you're always guiding it gently back to what you want, which is the core issue to circle all the way around to the beginning of our call 10 hours ago, two minutes ago, um, <laughs> that, um, that, that, that what I desire is so important to stay true, to define, to get to those deepest desires, because in that compression of what we're afraid of is the treasure chest. Mm -hmm. And it is our journey to unlock that treasure chest and live who we truly desire to be, want to be, what's possible for us, what's exciting for us, that is the essence, whether it's sex, energy, money, relationship, connection, any of those things, it's the same thing to be more of who we truly are and who we want to be.
well, where do I sign up? And I know everybody is out there. They're like, oh my God, I'm going to check the links in the description because, and now I, I must say, looking at your website, you got a lot of great videos. Oh, yeah. um, you've got blogs that, yes. that people can look up. Yeah. Um, now, is there a newsletter or anything? Can, can anybody join your mailing list or they just hit you up? on on your web page here's the best thing if somebody is really serious like like let's say some, you're listening and you're just like whoa that yeah. is singing to like that's ringing to me yeah. hit me up on the website or hit me up on instagram <sighs> right because that's a great place it's a platform that i use i'm on i'm active i'm sharing stuff with and really that's the key you know it's, it's, that's the, that's the window where I get to share me. Yeah. So that's a really good place to just message or connect or, um, and then, and then also on my website or your orgasmic, you know, there, there are lots of different ways, but I suggest if you really feel that kind of inspiration, I, this is why I meet with people. I talk to them. I love com com having conversations. I mm -hmm. offer a, a free, well, I'm doing my Zoom shop on energy sex on a regular basis. You can come be part of that. I'll, we'll have the link. You can take advantage of like having a 20 minute little clarity coaching call. So, because for some people, believe it or not, for some people, a majority of the people I talk to, stuff can be handled in five, 10, 15, 20 minutes. Cause you're just wow. straightening out a thought. Yeah. Um, you get clear on that thought, boom, you got traction, but some people, they want to actually go deep, deep, deep and really get to that core of who they are. So yeah. there's a number of ways to start, but the beginning is just take a step and have a conversation, which is just fun. Like we're doing here. And, and see, that's the thing that's like, and, and I agree, like, and I love it when, because I love to learn. I, I seems Me like too. I don't like to learn, but I, I, I'm quiet. And I'm not like making any jokes, Larry. Don't worry. <laughs> right, right. But I, I love because there really is no right path. It's just a path. And it's kind of like water, right? And I think that's why they say that's your is that your chi too? See that's right. That's I, right. I, I we could get into this because I'm the I'm the kind of person who, hey man, can I get a 20 minute? Yeah, I'd love to do the 20. And then an hour later, I'm like, but I don't know. The future, you know, it's out there. It's so vast, right? right? But I think that's the thing is trying to find who who we are, who I am, and what makes us tick, what makes me tick. And then you just follow it and you just got to trust it. That's it, you know? man. You, you got it in a nutshell. So that's why I do deeper coaching yeah. for exactly that reason, right? I, I call my coaching clarity coaching for that reason. It is a clarity mm. first because yeah. that's the laser. If you, if you get clear for a moment, that's not helpful. But if you get clear at the core of your being, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter where I, I could drop you on an island and you'll be like, oh, well, wait, I really do have a sense of who I am and what I'm committed to and what I want yeah. and I'll be fine. And yeah. that's the truth. Yeah. It yeah. just is. You'll be fine. Right. If you have a compass, it doesn't matter where I put you. You'll, you know, go north. I always find it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Lawrence, the energy master. Is that right? That's right. On Instagram. I do. I must say I love Instagram because a lot of people reach out to us and yeah. hit us up to be on the show. And, you know, I, and I, I do. I love Instagram because we can reach out. Exactly. And, you know, all you got to do is take a chance. What's the, what's the worst they can say? No. Oh. Okay. Let's move on. But That's I'm right. telling you, everybody, just this talk alone has kind of opened up my mind and my eyes to to all the good stuff. Lawrence, man, thank you. Thank, thank you, you so much for giving us your time today. And 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 truly my pleasure. If well, thank you. And I'm telling you, the the future of sex. Obviously, we didn't kind of talk about it, but we did. Absolutely, um, dude. We we you you get it. It's it's in all of this. <laughs> That we've been okay. talking about. That's what's okay. so beautiful. Good, good. Where can you pick up the book? I suggest you get it on Amazon, print on demand, just boom, because that it's right there. The future of sex, Karina Velasco, Lawrence Lanoff. Okay. And um, it's beautiful. I mean, I, I will tell you, I am very, very proud of that piece of work. So as I you invite... should be, as you definitely okay. should be, my friend. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. 
the manuscript. And I didn't even get to, because again, tantric sex, I heard about that with Sting. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, oh, that's a whole other, you know, I am happy to come back sometime too, man. Oh yeah, definitely. We got to have you back. We, we can do that and we could, we could do a deep dive on, on tantric sex, for example. It's a great topic. Started that learning. Cool. Yeah. That I started, super cool. I, yeah. I love it. Oh. You know what? Maybe that would be, hmm, yes, hmm. Yoda says yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love Yoda. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you once again, Lawrence and Eric. Um, again, we just want to thank Lawrence one more time for coming on the show today. Absolutely. All of his links will be in the description. Definitely go check out all of his stuff. And most importantly, buy a copy of the book. Everybody needs it right now. And as, I, and as I like to say on every single one of our shows at the end, especially in this day and age, remember, be excellent to each other. <laughs>